What is going on, guys? It is time for another episode of the Chasing Waypoints podcast. It's official. That is it. We are on the home stretch, the official countdown to the Dakar Rally, the Dakar Rally 2022. You guys are following these guys on social media. You're going to be seeing uh, a lot of traveling going on and a lot of people uh, in route. So, curious to see what uh, what this year is uh, going to be like. Got a lot of new bikes. Primarily from the uh, KTM Gas Gas and Husky Camp. I think those guys really want their uh, title back. You don't, you don't just go out and win 14 and 15 of those and then give them up to the uh, to the red bikes. So I got a feeling it's going to be an interesting uh, interesting one for this. Well, not this year's, but next year's uh, 22 Dakar. So let's turn the party down. We're on the website. Let's check some of the stuff out. But if you've been following along, you know that, uh, again, all the teams are traveling. A lot of the people uh, said their goodbyes. Their Christmas dinner was their last kind of hurrah with the family before they set out in their journey. A lot of them now, uh, Mason Klein, and you know, I believe uh, Skylar Howe's already over there, Ricky Brabeck, and all of the, the Americans are there. So I'm curious to see uh, some more posts, you know, a little bit of the what goes into the first couple of days, you know. Right now, they're just getting settled in, probably getting rid of the jet lag and all the other stuff, getting used to the climate and uh, and what it's like. So uh, scrutineering, I know, coming up, the bikes were getting ready. I saw a post from one of the uh, mechanics. Uh, I believe it's Eric Stren of the Honda team posted a picture of uh, all the Honda bikes lined up at the uh, King Abdullah uh Excuse me, the, the sports center where basically everything kind of like the headquarters hangs out. So uh, I'm curious to see uh, how everything happens. Uh, last week's episode, we were keeping track of how many times I said so. This year's or this time, we're keeping track of how many curiouses I use in this. So uh, yeah, turning this down. Uh, we're on the Dakar site. It's uh, January 1st through January 14th uh, is the length of the race. So It'll be interesting to see here. Uh, let's see. What do we got on news here? According to the Dakar, we've got a major reshuffle in the bike. So Honda has won two previous editions of the rally in Saudi Arabia, courtesy of Ricky Brabeck and Kevin Benavides. Uh, but KTM is hell-bent on regaining the upper hand, going as far as to sign the Argentinian reigning champion. Despite a drought that started last century, Yamaha is still banking on Adrian uh, Van Beveren, Uh, to restore the brand with the tuning forks uh, to its former glory. The 34 riders in the original Bimotul class, so that's the Malimoto class, uh, may not grab as many headlines as the big stars of the category, uh, but they embody and share the adventure of the pros and amateurs in Dakar uh, and will be vying for a coveted title. So that is the headline uh, from December 25th, uh, released at 442 uh, again, this is on the Dakar site. Uh, so, uh, you know, this uh, this will definitely be interesting. Like I said, I mean, I know that uh, KTM and Husky showing up with the new bike. I believe Gas Gas is still designed the same as those guys. So uh, a new bike, 
Uh, it looked in some of the, the pictures that I saw from uh, Skylar House's uh, Instagram. Uh, I, it's kind of hard to tell, but it almost seems like they made the tank a little bit bigger uh, in the back. Now, I don't know if that's just because of uh, either they're trying to play with the weight on the bike and, and get it a little bit better balanced, a little bit more planted. I don't know. Or just something as simple as at Morocco they can run a smaller tank because the distances aren't as long uh, as they are at the Dakar. So uh, it, it could be something. But I think there's been some changes there. I know they're working hard on it. It's it's Obviously, it's hard to come up and bring a whole new bike uh, getting away from that trellis or ladder frame style that they've used for years and years. Uh, and then now going to a more motocross, well, it seems what more motocross oriented motorcycle. So, um, it will definitely be interesting to see now how they do across 14 days of racing or, uh, 13 days of racing, uh, versus, uh, a shorter like Morocco rally and type of thing. So there's plenty of time to make mistakes. There's plenty of time to make up time. Uh, so it should, should help you know, shuffle things up a little bit. Um, you know, electronic road books I know are coming. I'm, I haven't checked into it, but I believe you got that. Um, you know, you had last year, you had the tire rule. I don't think they've made any changes on that one. Um, but it will be uh, interesting to see it. Then also the original by Motul class. So these guys are the, the like, like the OGs. This is what it was like back in the day. Um, and, and really it's for those that don't know the Malamoto class is just, you know, or, or as I say, for those playing the home game, uh, the Malamoto class is very simple. It's just you, the machine, a couple boxes and the people in the bivouac, you know, that can give you a hand. So certain people in the bivouac. Um, so it makes it more interesting for competitors. It, it reduces the budget of entry, but it also increases the workload from day to day. Uh, so that could definitely make it, um, and make it challenging, you know, when you, when you want to sleep, when you want to take a break, because it's been some long days, you can't, you got to do stuff. So, um, it'll be interesting. Uh, another one, another big one, um, you know, mostly, uh, this is, uh, let's see, uh, the Italian Danilo Pertucci or Petrucci. I'm totally butchering that. I'm sure. Uh, moving from MotoGP to rally raid, uh, which is, uh, going to be interesting to see is kind of a different style, uh, of riding slightly, you know, it's no big deal. You know, uh, here you got dunes and in, uh, in MotoGP, you've got some hill climbs, uh, some changes in elevation on track. And you're going to see that same track, you know, 53 times in a, in a race or however many laps they do. So, uh, it'll be interesting to see the transition on it. Um, so just still here on the website for the Dakar, uh, Sherco was mentioned. The Sherco bike is looking pretty hot. I don't know if you guys saw that on social media, but their Sherco, that Sherco is looking pretty good. I like the color combination, that Kashima coat with the blue and everything. It looks, looks pretty, uh, pretty slick. Um, so they're working on their stuff. Uh, and then, uh, once again, Mason Klein in the, in the, uh, getting a quick blurb on this. Uh, and this is just an excerpt from it. So several young riders have already shown, uh, that they have what it takes to fight for the places of honor in their Dakar debut. 20-year-old American Mason Klein and 23-year-old South African Bradley Cox could steal the show on their first try as could Italian Danilo Pertucci. Danilo, we were just talking to him or talking about him about the uh, the MotoGP uh, transition. So 
I'm I'm excited. Klein right off of a uh, of a win over at the uh, Morocco Rally. Um, so now focused on the Dakar, and and he's been getting ready. Like I said, I was up at the fundraising event and got a chance to to meet and hang out with a bunch of new guys and and put some names uh, to faces and faces to names or however you want to say it. Uh, so it was it was pretty cool. You know, uh, I'm I'm looking forward to some more events like that. Uh, you know, for those of you that listened uh, or heard a couple of episodes ago, um, we're doing the um, adventure uh, adventure raid. Uh, here based in San Diego, looking for three dates on that starting next year. So more info coming on that next year, uh, especially how to set up the bikes and, and get ready for something like that. So already working on that one. Um, already got the parts from Rally Moto Shop. So now it's just a matter of uh, printing up some pieces that I need and then uh, and then getting those things on there. Right now, it's uh, now we're at the uh, try and find a, uh, a phone that's easily, uh, you know, that if you lost tomorrow, you wouldn't be in uh, one. You wouldn't be in uh, having to declare bankruptcy, and uh, and two, you know, it's no big deal. It's just you know a, a burner phone, basically. So, uh, looking forward to that and getting some more details on that one. Um, but yeah, look, you know, I'm I'm we're almost there. Another interesting one, and this is on the other side of it. This is uh, going to four wheels instead of the two. Um, is the development on the uh, T1 Plus class uh, for the vehicles? So the long disputed, you know, two wheel drive, two wheel drive versus four wheel drive, and the advantages uh, advantages of the suspension and tire size and stuff like that. Uh, Nasser Alatia in the T1 Plus uh, Toyota Hilux um, looking pretty good. I saw the uh, I saw the videos of them introducing the the car and. And what it's like, and yeah, a little more suspension travel and taller tires, and that thing is looking pretty uh, schnazzy. So, I got a feeling that the gap is going to be closed uh, between the two now. Um, that that truck and and obviously Nasser Alatia knows how to drive things. Um, I think is definitely going to to have a, a stronger showing. Uh, maybe even make uh, make the win a little bit easier. So that'll be cool to. Uh, to see that and then uh and i'm also looking forward to uh the the big guys kamaz and the big uh the big trucks the support trucks uh that's also kind of a cool you know the the bikes are where it's at i think that that's a really cool unique challenge but then you say okay well we're gonna take this you know 10 ton semi truck uh with off-road tires and tons of suspension and you know a thousand horsepower and a thousand foot pounds of torque and we're just gonna go send it um so you have to admire that for sure. Um, so yeah, so let's uh, let's see what do we got competitors on this one. Uh, that was another big uh, big shakeup there. You got uh, Sam Sunderland uh, joining Daniel Sanders on the Gas Gas uh, team, uh, the Red KTM's for those playing the home game. Uh, so Benavides donning the uh, number one plate for this one. Ricky Brabeck with the number two. Uh, Sam Sunderland, that number three on Gas Gas. Daniel Sanders, number four on Gas Gas. Skyler Howes, five, going to be number five, and he is uh, on the Husky team. Uh, Frank Ukaimi, I believe he is doing, uh, I believe that's a hero. Uh, Pablo Quintanilla in the number seven spot, uh, or number seven, and with the Honda team, uh, Martin Michak, uh, Jose Ignacio Cornejo, uh, number 11 on the Honda team, uh, Xavier Desultre, 
another one on the Husky team. Uh, let's see, Lorenzo Santolino, Ross Branch, number 16. Uh, then you've got, uh, that's the Yamaha. Then you've got uh, Juan Pedrero. Juan Pedrero Garcia, like I don't speak Spanish. Uh, number 17, Toby Price on the KTM, 18. Uh, Rui Goncalves, uh, number 19. Uh, it says, I believe that says TVS uh, on his shirt. And then let's see who else we got. Uh, Harry Noah Coit, Coitha, number 20. Nolan Engel, Maciel. Jan Brayback, 23. Camille Chaplier, 24. Uh, Conrad, 26. Joaquim Rodriguez, 27. Zachary Yak in uh, 28. Andrew Short, number 29, uh, of course, on the Yamaha. And then uh, Antonio Mayo on number 30th. Number 30, 30th. Uh, let's see who else we got. Run through these here. Mohamed Belushi, David Passino. That. Ah, Juan Pablo Guillen uh, on the number 35. He is... Uh, Let's see who else we got. So that's uh, taking pretty good, uh, good shape. There is up oh, still Mason. You need a headshot if you listen to this before the uh, before the uh, start of the race. But I'm sure you'll be getting uh, getting that done at registration. All of that. Let's see who else we got. Matthias Walkner, number fifty two. Uh, just scrolling through these guys here and checking out who's all in here. More names to. To remember, see Franco Pico. Oh, Pico, I know that one. He is on uh, those new, the new news. Uh, let me see. Why can't I remember Franco Pico hobbies? Where does it go? There it is. He's on the Fantic. If you guys saw the Ikema show and got to see some of those pictures, that thing is looking rad. Uh, the Fantic 450 Rally. Kind of has, I feel like it's got a little bit of Tenere 700. And then I also uh, think that it has uh, a little bit of, it, of its own. I like the color scheme. I like all of that, but uh, definitely uh, a nice bike. Uh, so I'm curious to see how it performs uh, over the 14 days or 13 days of racing. So there's uh, Danilo Pertucci. There's John Beretta Bort with that number 88. Uh, Danilo Petrucci, uh, that number 90. Uh, let's see who else we got here. Uh, Matias Nari, Sara Garcia, number 98. So definitely a lineup for the bikes. I mean, I, I kind of lost count here, but, uh, there is definitely some, uh, some entrance for that. Uh, let's see what do we got here. Those are all of those guys. So yeah, so this is going to be an interesting, uh, interesting Dakar. I'm hoping, uh, I'm hoping to see some uh, some changes, maybe Honda again. But I know KTM's hungry, and by that I mean KTM Husky uh, Gas Gas. Uh, that was another interesting one that kind of happened uh, quietly. The uh, the Husky uh, split from Rockstar. Now I don't know if that's maybe. Uh, you know, Red Bull KTM, Gas Gas Red Bull, Husky Rockstar. I don't know. Maybe there's a little uh, 
fly in the ointment, a little, you know, I don't know, something like that. So uh, this will definitely be interesting. So that uh, is is easy to find if you guys want to check out what I was just looking at. That is on Dakar.com. And just up at the top, click on the competitor side of it. Um, so you can see, uh, see what I was looking at there. So definitely, uh, looking at, uh, at keeping track of some of these guys. Let's see. And then also very important, very, very important. Uh, you have the official broadcasters list as well. So, uh, Red Bull TV, uh, is going to be worldwide. Uh, just looking here, the Olympic channel will be doing the U S coverage as well. Trying to find, let's see, who else is uh, Peacock? Oh, maybe it's time to sign up for that. Uh, Peacock will also be showing it. Uh, then let's see here. Lithuania, scrolling through it. Pants out, south out, south out. Yep. Okay. All right. So if you're on the U.S., uh, you've got uh, Peacock. Uh, you've got uh, Red Bull TV. And then you've got the Olympic Channel. So those three are the main sources for us here on this side of the pond. Uh, And then there is, uh, let's see, I know there was also some international coverage that we used to get um, that you had to kind of pipe through the channels and and try and get it. Uh, I don't think it was Eurosport. It might have been Eurosport. But obviously the commentating and the coverage was a little bit different. You know, they're a little bit more inside track on, on that stuff. So... Um, so yeah, so definitely, uh, going to be looking to, to get one of those, keep track of this. Uh, you know, we've got the quads, everybody likes the quads or the quads as we used to call them. Um, not as strong field as always, but, uh, still pretty awesome to see, uh, Audi. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, Stefan Petterhansel, Carlos Sainz. Uh, in the Audi team, Nasr Alatia, uh, on the Toyota side of it, Nanny Roma. Uh, also, it's cool to see all of these like legend names. So this this guy, uh, Cyril Dupre with Tay Perry, that uh, two ten, and then uh, Sebastian Loeb. That guy's a badass. I liked him riding or racing in the rally car stuff, but uh, the Dakar thing suits him well as well. Uh, but yeah, that that guy is definitely a shoe. Uh, let's see, we've got Mini also up in this. Who else? Uh, Matthias Ekstrom is the other guy on the Audi team. Just looking, you know, getting their their pro headshots in here. A lot of black and white. Leia Sainz off the bike and into the cars. That's uh, that's been news for a little bit. Uh, let's see, there's the Cornells. Who else we got? Uh, uh, Definitely a lot of car entries for sure. Uh, still scrolling here, looking for a few more people that we may or may not know. Uh, but yeah, I think that pretty much uh, covers the car guys. Uh, watching them. All right. Now let's go over to the UTVs. Now, hang tight. This is mostly about motorcycles and what we do here on the Chasing Waypoints podcast and, and that. But, uh, you know. Let's kind of uh, see what else is going on, right? Uh, okay, SSV. Uh, let's see, got Thomas Bell, Austin Jones. Let's see who else we got here. Mm-hmm. 
looking through this, I don't see, uh, I thought I would see a few more of these guys, but I don't see anybody racing uh, the SSV class. Uh, I'm, and then also, then again, I, I, I don't follow this like, you know, to the T and be like, oh yeah, this guy's running or that guy's running. What about in light prototype? There is Mitch Guthrie, uh, number 304, uh, going to be, and then, uh, Seth Quintero, number 303, uh, let's see those guys. You can find them stateside racing stuff every once in a while. I say that jokingly. I know they got a pretty busy uh, race schedule. Uh, let's take a look. They got a pretty stacked uh, field. They got a definitely a, a healthy amount of entries for the uh, light prototype class. So uh, that'll be interesting to see as they get all that. And then you've got the trucks, the big guys. Ignacio Casada off of the uh, off of the quads and into the big trucks. I think this is his second year. I think he raced the trucks before. Uh, then went to quads and then came back uh, to the truck side of things. So kind of interesting, a bit of a change in pace. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm very, uh, very curious to see how that, that shakes down. Uh, I'm trying to see, I don't see any of the other, uh, other guys that I've seen in this before. I'm trying to remember who was that came over and was going to race the, uh, Uh, let's see, Dakar is a DeRoy. Is he not racing this? I don't see him on here. Huh. I'm guessing that means he may have retired. Maybe so. Huh. Bummer. I know he, uh, he came over to race, uh, one of the Baja races on this thing, drove the thing across the U S and then was going to do the, uh, I believe it was the 500 or the thousand, uh, but and ended up uh, having to tap out, do some medical thing. So uh, that was uh, that kind of sucked. But uh, still, kind of curious to see what those uh, what those trucks would do over here uh, versus uh, what they have to go through in the Dakar and 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 some of the other rallies that they race it in. So so yeah. So let's see what else do we have other than rainy weather here in San Diego, uh, and it's actually winter time. Um, for those of you playing the East Coast game, it is a chilly, absolutely chilly, uh, 40 degrees in the mornings. Um, I, I don't know how you guys do it back East, uh, in those temperatures. Uh, so yeah. So yeah, so let's see here. Uh, we've got that one. We've got the Dakar, Dakar coming up, try and do some updates during, but it's, you know, there's a lot of information, a lot of stuff going on. So if there's any highlights or whatever, I might pop in and throw an episode together, um, and see what, uh, what we can, uh, come up with, but, uh, but yeah, so looking forward to that, uh, still working on trying to get some more information on the first rally coming up, the Sonora rally. Uh, you've got the Sonora rally, you've got the Kota rally, you've got Baja rally. Uh, so North America wise, uh, there is a healthy number of events, uh, that we can keep up with. And that, uh, if you were so inclined to do so, uh, you could pretty much throw together a pretty good rally season uh, between the three organizations. So uh, definitely keep your eyes open for the calendar. I will be making some changes on the Chasing Waypoints website to make the information a little bit easier to find. Um, so you guys can check that out and get more information on each of the events uh, directly linked uh, to their websites. 
again, so uh, it's been really cool hanging out at the events this year and and doing some of the stuff with them uh, and talking to uh, a lot of people and putting names to faces uh, and vice versa and and just all the new people. Um, hearing people that, uh, you know, sharing their story that, you know, they heard about the episode or they heard about the particular event on the episode and then they're there at the, uh, at the event, you know, entries into like say Coda rally, uh, happy land ranch rally. We did that, uh, meeting some people that heard about it on the podcast. So I'm absolutely excited that, you know, it's, it's getting out, the word is spreading and, and that the podcast is growing. I'm seeing it in the, in the analytics and what's coming, um, so, you know, it's been a crazy year, you know, hitting all of these different countries and, and, and being worldwide, uh, and learning a lot, you know, and, and, and changing up the, the, the equipment and the, the intro. I mean, it's like all this little background work that goes into it, um, that, you know, I filter between the day job and this, and sometimes the day job takes over. Sometimes, you know, the health takes over. There's, there's different things you got to do. Um, but it is definitely, uh, definitely a priority. Uh, working on some stuff. We're going to be actually, um, I think in the next, uh, quarter, uh, first quarter of 2022, um, hopefully on the earlier part of it, uh, we're actually going to be able to start doing actual, uh, video. Um, so we're setting up a small studio in the house and, and being able to get some, um, some video podcasts going and overlays and things like that. And I'm, I'm excited about that, right? Because, uh, you got, um, you have some different, uh, exposure when you get into YouTube and things like that to help grow it. Uh, thankfully Spotify and anchor has a new setup where you can do, uh, a video podcast. So I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, you guys will get to stare at me in my, uh, official BMW beanie until I get the official KTM one or the Husky one, or, you know, I don't know. So now that we've got, uh, some different bikes in the garage, I don't feel bad about wearing uh, certain brand stuff. Uh, even though I don't like to be a billboard, you know, um, but still, uh, anyway, so we've got that going on. Those are the things coming for 2022. Uh, I don't think this is the official last episode, uh, for this year. Uh, we've got uh, new year's coming up at the end of the week. And so I'm looking forward to that, you know, spending it, uh, with the friends, family, girlfriend, and just hanging out. Um, so I am definitely, um, definitely up for that. So, Let's see what uh, what happens. You know, 2022. Got the latest and greatest update on the coronavirus, so that's good. I was worried that that update wasn't going to go through and we weren't going to get a new version of it. Oh, dang, I just went political on this, didn't I? Um, but, uh, but no, hey, everybody stay safe. You know, be careful. And I know that there's this is winter over here in the Californias and in the, the North America side of it, and so... Uh, I hope everybody is staying safe and doing what they need to do to keep themselves safe uh, and able to ride. So definitely looking forward to that um, and getting some more stuff in, getting some miles in. Uh, I'm going to try and beat my record. I have uh, think I'm about to have officially owned the 790 uh, for a year and a half, and I still only have about 4,000 miles on it, which I believe is completely unacceptable. Um, so we're going to make that change. Uh, that'll be the, uh, that'll be the go-to bike for setting up the stages for the adventure raid and, uh, and getting some, uh, get some miles in, get that thing going. I'm kind of curious about the steg pegs. I saw somebody else, uh, or I saw somebody on a Facebook that added that, you know, complete offshoot here, but, 
Uh, I saw some people that added that. Uh, I'm curious to see how those those work and the 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 benefits of it. That you know that you know it locks. For those who don't know what it is, the steg pegs is basically this like rubber puck uh, that gets mounted on the bike. But what it does is it provides support to the back of the boot on the inner part of it, and it's supposed to help you kind of lock into the bike a little bit better. Um, and I feel like that's a love hate relationship. I feel like some people that have used them for a long time, swear by them and would never go anywhere else. Uh, but then at the same time, I feel like there's people that have used them and say that they're complete garbage and that they're not, you know, so to each their own, I think I'm going to go with the, the neutral ground on this and just say that it doesn't matter if the bike is set up and you feel comfortable with the way the bike is set up. Mm -hmm. There you have it. So, uh, I'm curious to try because I've never tried it. I've tried pivot pegs. I like the pivot pegs. It's kind of a cool thing. But then I also have the Raid Garage pegs on the 790, and they're lowered. And I like that it changed the way the bike felt for me, uh, the 790, with lowering the uh, lowering the pegs. So I don't know. We'll uh, we'll do some stuff. But the main thing is get out and ride, wear some tires out, and uh, and do that stuff. So and then of course we have the Project uh, 501. Uh, Interesting. The name is born. Project number 501. That is the official, now the official name for the Husky Rally bike that I'm building. Uh, so got a ton of little projects going on, but uh, but that uh, definitely. Uh, I was uh, checking out some photos today on every single Sunday's uh, podcast, or podcast, uh, every single Sunday's uh, Instagram channel. And uh, he posted some, Travis posted up some pictures of his gas gas that he's building with the motor-minded tower on it. Uh, he got the graphics done over at Authentic, and that thing looks cherry. Brand new gas gas. I mean, this thing looks, I mean, so good. Uh, so if you haven't followed him already, you definitely want to jump on over to that. It's every single Sunday on Instagram. Uh, and check it out. I mean, that, like, I'm telling you, that bike is legit. Uh, so I'll be taking some of the cues for building, uh, the project 501, uh, off of that one. And, uh, and hopefully we can put together something pretty clean, uh, looking, I can only hope to make it as clean as that eventually when, you know, we get famous and then, uh, you know, KTM says, sure, here's a bike for you or, you know, gas, gas or whoever, uh, you know, sure. Here's a bike. Then, you know, then we'll talk about brand new bike builds. But for now, uh, the idea behind this thing was get a used bike, get something that's that's clean and good, and then just build it up and get it ready to do uh, get it ready to do some road books. So, well, we're well on our way. We've got a ton of parts already, um, and a lot of people helping out. I appreciate uh, the help from Aturbies. Um Another mention too, and this is crazy, but uh, San Diego BMW Motorcycles has been helping me also get parts for the bike. Um, and, and not necessarily the Husky parts, but also being able to get some of the aftermarket stuff, which is important. There's a lot of stuff out there. So, uh, luckily the guys there have been able to help me source some of the stuff and, uh, and get it. So, uh, definitely looking forward to, to getting that bike up and running and ready and, uh, and ready to do some, uh, some miles. So, yeah, well, anyway, uh, with that being said, stay tuned. We got a lot more coming, uh, in the new year. Uh, we've got more coming this year. I'm sure I'll probably jump in and do another episode before the year is out, uh, in the next few days. Uh, we do have, remember we do have, uh, the North American stuff. So once again, we've got Sonora rally coming up, we've got the Kota rally coming up and then Baja rally also has, uh, both its, uh, main event, uh, the Baja rally, and then also the Catavina rally, uh, this year, as well as a school, 
Uh, and then uh, on the other side of things, um, don't forget, and I'll, I'll be going to this for sure, uh, probably a, a late birthday gift to myself, but uh, in February, right at the beginning of February is the the, the school between uh, Donnie uh, from School of Moto and then Justin and Kira of West by 1000 called The Cold Start. Uh, definitely want to check that out. Uh, if they're listening, I'm going to get you guys, or I want to get you guys on the show uh, and talk a little bit about this event because I'm definitely excited. Uh, I also know the other the other guy behind it that's kind of helping with the logistics, uh, Mauricio from Lost in Baja, uh, also. And so I know he may may or may not have his hand in the food and what's going on there. So he's always never let me down. Always some great recommendations, some hole in the wall places that you would never find uh, if you were just doing the tourist thing without hitting him up. So. I'm definitely uh, definitely looking forward to that part of it, uh, and, and we'll see. We'll shake loose, so we'll keep you guys up to date on that and uh, and more. So, uh, yeah. With that being said, I hope everybody has or had a great Christmas, great holiday, celebrated it with friends and family, had a good time, stayed safe, and did all of that stuff. Uh, but in the meantime, we'll see you guys. All right, that is a wrap for the Chasing Waypoints podcast this week. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe if you like what you heard. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a bunch of others. Also, follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook under Chasing Waypoints, Instagram, Chasing Waypoints underscore official, and, of course, the YouTube under Chasing Waypoints. Hope everybody has a good week. We will see you guys for the next episode. Remember, shiny side up, and don't forget to tag us. We want to see where you guys are riding and what you guys are up to. Have a great week. Bye.